Welcome to the Fancy Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. This is Kirk, and I'm with Greg, and let's get it started. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. This is our fourth uh, episode of the Team Previews, and with us we have Teo uh, from the Team Hustletown. Teo, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, Good to be here. Thank you, Gregory. (laughs) No, that's not my name. Yeah, that's not my name. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you forgot to thank Greg as well. Yeah, hey, yeah, thanks, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be uh, previewing Hustletown's team uh, for the two-in-one Dynasty League. And before we actually get his feelings on the team, I just kind of want to go down his roster, and then we'll, we'll get his reflections from the draft <laughs> and, a, and a big trade he made uh, the other day. So – um, just running down his quarterbacks, he only has two, which we'll talk about later. He has Jared Goff and Jameis Winston. Running backs, he has Alvin Kamara, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Gio Bernard, Rex Burkhead, Latavius Murray, Chris Thompson, Alexander Madison, at receiver, Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, Jarvis Landry, Jamison Crowder, Willie Sneed, Kiki Kuti. Uh, ESB from Green Bay, not going to try his name, A.J. Brown, Mecole Hardman, and finally at tight end, also a little light here, Hunter Henry, Vance McDonald, and then Mike Gesicki. So, uh, Tio, before we get into your actual draft, um, I think it's important to point out that you had, you just recently traded away Stephon Diggs and Sonny Michelle for some future draft picks, uh, as well as Sammy Watkins and Latavius Murray. Do you want to walk us through how you think that that went we are experiencing technical difficulties we will be back in a few moments all right keep going you, okay you you were you made an awful trade and now you're <laughs> yeah so yeah, Tio, this is your mea culpa to yourself uh, to uh, to apologize for that trade. So, so on paper, you've already established. Uh, on paper, it doesn't look good. Yes, but I realize that's it. That's really yeah. all we have right now. That's all we have. We, yeah, we just have paper. Actually, I, I wrote your lineup on paper, so it, it, you're right. It looks awful. So it's actually on paper. Yeah. I don't know. If well, you I mean, this, so I mean that. There's a Sorry. saying that I live by is the pain of the little finger is felt by the whole body. Yeah. So I've never heard that one. That's really surprised. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a very I forgot. It, but... okay. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, so what, tell us just your overall uh, uh, summary of your team. What do you like and not like about your team? Um, so I think, so with, as, as far as gaining those, those two first rounders, uh, future first rounders there, I think, um, so I'm still new to dynasty. Um, I've, I've been playing fantasy for a while, but that dynasty is still something that's new to me. Um, so the, I, I suppose the approach I was trying to take there is I was trying to treat it more as a marathon as opposed to a sprint and, and yeah. um, just looking ahead to whatever is else. I mean, this is also, I consider this one of the leagues that I've never really had a league 
where I've never been a part of league where I've, I've been so, um, so a lot more lenient to consider other trade offers. Other times I'm, you know, I, I kind of like, I try to, de- I usually typically decline most trades, just waiting to feel out whatever I'm doing with my roster. But this is, this I feel like is one of those leagues where maybe I can experiment a little and just yeah. throw caution wind and, yeah. We've, we've, I mean, often, you know, we've often been told this is the college for girls in their experimentation stage. So, I yeah. mean, you know, let's. That's where I am. Yes. This is, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a junior year for me at San Jacinto Community College. Wow. Mm. Okay. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah. I mean, it just reminds me of something I always said, which was uh, Walong Tiaga, Walong Nilaga, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. You, that. You, you know, did you ever hear that one, Tio? No. The tape, I don't. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, All that right. one's uh, not sure what alien language that was, but I'm okay. sure. All right. No, no problem. All right. Hey, uh, I want to transition. So, you know, for the most part, we, we do like to have fun on this show and we like to joke around. Um, but we've, we've had this episode pegged on our calendar for a while because. Yeah. We know there's going to be some more serious aspects to this show, Teo. And, um, and that's kind of what we're going to transition to now. So if you have the, the tissues available, it's time to get them out. Okay. So okay. I, I want to yeah. transition from your junior year at San, San Jacinto Community College. Sure. To What a to journey, your, too. Yeah, to your senior year where you are highly publicized – uh, your senior year of college when you were a highly touted Heisman caliber defensive player uh, for Notre Dame. Um, and you had to deal with the tragedy of your grandmother dying and then your fake, your fake internet girlfriend dying all within the same week. Can you talk us about how you got through that period of your life? It wasn't easy. Um, you know, there was a, uh, uh, other than, you know, my dog dying, that same week and my mm-hmm. cat dying also after having my dog eating the cat. Uh, it, it was, it was a very tumultuous week for me. And, okay. I, and it, at the time, you know, my imaginary girlfriend was very supportive of me. So right. it was good. And then, and then she was no longer much. And then much I found supportive of, of a, of an umbrella. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, so talking about your imaginary uh, internet girlfriend, uh, can you talk about that relationship a little bit more and what that meant to you? Oh, it was great. Um, you know, you know, the good times were really good. The uh, the bad mm-hmm. times were obviously they were not so good, especially when um, you know she just had bad reception on Skype and for whatever reason she couldn't uh, her video wouldn't pop up and I mean that yeah. over course of you know a few months or so that got a little bit annoying but uh you know right. like the good times were good okay right. uh, no go ahead you're, you're she you're set you're referring to this human as a she even though you know it wasn't a she does that yes. does, does that conflict well, I, I, I guess that leads to my next evolve? question is that yeah, you my, know it's I, I sort of like took on a uh a, you know, I sort of bought into my own delusion, I think, is, uh, you know, it's uh, 
as long as I keep convincing myself that, hey, this is a girl, hey, I'm heterosexual, then yeah, there's, you know, every life is good, right? So. How many times did you have uh, uh, either phone sex or, you know, in, engage in like uh, sex chats uh, before you knew it was a man? With her, with, uh, yeah, yeah. with him, with Lene, with <laughs> Lene Kakua. Yeah. Um, geez. Uh, so, I mean, I can, every conversation ended and started with that. So, okay. uh, and then, I mean, and then what about after you knew it was a man? And what was that? Sorry. What, what about after you knew it was a man? How many times, um, at that point did you uh, engage in phone sex? Or more so than after having discovered the truth, but you know, okay. At that time, so I mean, I was, I felt so emotionally invested in the relationship where, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, hey, you know. It, this, this reminds me, this reminds me of another saying of what use is the grass when the horse is already dead? You know? That yeah. is, yeah, that's a, yeah. That applies, yeah. I'm sure. Yes, yes. Uh, it reminds me of another saying, Ang matapat na kabigan tunay na maasahan. I don't, yeah, it's, I'm sure it's, I mean, it sounds beautiful in Swahili, but I don't really know the. Okay. All right. So, um, so, you know, one of the things that came out in the media um, after your fake internet girlfriend died was that you actually helped concoct that story to further your career. What comments do you have on that? Well, you know, I mean, there's no such thing as, as publicity. So I felt like having been, you know, a stud linebacker in college or whatever, and then having been as successful as I was at that point in my, in my college career, um, you know, let's, I just had to take it a step further. You know, last thing I wanted was to stand out as that other really good football player from college who ended up in the NFL and, you know, mm -hmm. did really well. I just, I had to separate myself from that stigma. So. Right. It's just, it's just a shame that somebody had to lose their life uh, in order for you to gain this publicity. You know what I mean? It is, it is unfortunate. Um, but uh, the publicity was gained at the end of the day. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, there was and foul at that point, but I still, you know. Okay, no, that's fair enough. Well, let's sure. let's get well, let's get back on 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 uh, onto another topic. Okay, because were you were you named after a manta ray? Manta ray, manti ray, manti teo. I mean, is manti, that manti ray? Sort of yeah, like is that, like is the, that the history of your name. I think somewhere down my or is it man ancestry man is it because of men that they named you that they thought okay he's probably gonna like a girl who's really a guy so man no 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 so yeah the man thing came in as some sort of uh, they were afraid um, uh, later down earlier down the line uh, my family was afraid of some sort of future. Uh, gender dysphoria, so they wanted to make sure, man, you know, you're a man. So they, you know, man. Okay. How'd that work out? Is that good? 
Yeah, it's okay so far. Yeah. You know, okay. sometimes, you know, it just starts rattling the brain a little bit. But, you know, I, gotta right, I want to talk about his football team again. Let's okay. Because let, I, I was – That's what I, was, I thought you were going to do when you said let's get back on track. Yeah, no, no, that was, that was uh, a different track. Now we're on the football track. I, I oh, that, okay. I, you know what? I'm just relieved that it's all out now. So yeah. Good. Well, yeah. Like a good. Thank part. you for allowing me a venue. To... Hey, the the 24 percent of our listeners in France are are really gonna appreciate you being so open. Right. With them. They they've been wondering. Um, oh, the, questions well, answered. Not not to mention the third world country that has the uh, Notre Dame. Uh, uh, NCAA football champions uh, t-shirts. They uh, they've been wondering about yeah. their leading tackler. Um, well, I, I, was, I was I was speaking I was speaking eloquently about your team as, as its actual possibilities when it comes to the starting lineup. Um, I got some kickback from Greg, but uh, with Jared Goff, I think it, I, he has potential of being a uh, top five quarterback. Uh, his Bottom line could be in a top 10. Um, Kamar and Lindsey has a potential of being a really good running back duo there. Uh, Amari Cooper, Watkins, and Landry. We believed in Watkins enough to draft him, uh, expecting him to be a number one wide receiver. So you have two number ones and then a, uh, a high-volume number two as your third wide receiver. And then a Hunter Henry, who's has potential – to be a you know a top seven tight end, and then Ingram and Crowder, you have you have a chance to have the one of the better starting lineups in the league. Uh, but do you feel that way? You know, so as far as Watkins, so just singling out Watkins himself because I think the other guys are pretty much self-explanatory. So I'll, I'll get a little bit more into Watkins and Cooper as far as uh, the decision-making process behind that, but. I uh, figure with Watkins. So my approach to fantasy is uh, whenever I, I feel like opportunity equals production. So I think the opportunities are going to be there for, uh, for him considering uh, the, uh, the issues that they have in KC with wideouts. Um, and also, I mean, last season alone, and then the, even the previous seasons before that, I know that um, Watkins was somewhere in the top five, maybe even top three, uh, for yards after catch. So I think there's more potential there. Um, and and it, it will hinge on his health, obviously, in the long run. But as far as Cooper's concerned, I, I didn't think that there was much to uh, really uh, a lot in Dallas for him to compete with there. I thought that having performed the way they did last year um, with the expectation that he didn't know, you know, the whole playbook and now he has the off season uh, to really drill down uh, with the, uh, the, with the first team and everything and getting in some good reps and, and do some, spend some time with the playbook. Well, I his, think he's only problem. His problem has never been knowing where to go. It's always been catching the ball. Yeah. Yeah. And then that'll change in Dallas. I don't think it will be an immediate change. What I'm hoping for is even what I'd be more than satisfied with is even like a slight improvement with, drop passes and everything like that. But I think that he's, he's got speed. I think he's a good route runner. I, he has all the pieces. It's just that if he takes the time to sort of address those, those, uh, those setbacks that he has. And like I said, you know, he has, he's had a full off season to uh, get familiar with the playbook and, 
and with the team and, and the, the chemistry there. So I think it's – I'm hoping it's going to be a lot better. That was the expectation that I had when I drafted him. All right, so you're willing to trade him. Okay, I'll, I'll put that on that. <laughs> hey, no, right. so no one on my team is untradeable. I mean, I try to – yeah. There's, now, that's something that goes across, you know, different leagues for me. Is like I don't – Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one of the things I want to talk about is – um, and you ran into a similar situation in our other dynasty league uh, where you went the majority of last year with either one or two quarterbacks um, in yeah. dynasty league. There's no quarterbacks really available on the waiver wire. So you had, you went with two after the draft, Jared Goff, Jameis Winston. Uh, you've also on the other shorthanded position, tight end where you only start one, you also com uh, were complaining that you don't like your depth in that position. So, being shallow at both quarterback and tight end, um, what are you willing to do to address that that need? So right now, so I'll be I'll be one hundred percent transparent. I, I don't, as far as NFL goes, I really I don't follow the off season. So I'll be honest uh, about that. Um, but as far as the approach that I like to take, and um, and uh, I know that I've made this clear to you, Greg. Like, so across. Uh, different leagues that I'm in, I, I try to institute like a no uh, trade until like week four after week yeah. three or even week three. Thing. That's really for me is like I try to – I want to feel out my team and see what I have first before I start throwing myself in, into desperation mode and start throwing trades left and right. But, um, I mean, that's that's really – I just want to see what I have first, see if, if it's something that I can work with and if – if it's something that's primed to carry me through the rest of the season. Okay. But if you know that having three quarterbacks is best or maybe one extra tight end, um, would you be willing to entertain if we, if we provided you, let's say Matthew Stafford and, and our two tight ends, you know, Herndon and Greg Olson for, I don't know, Vance McDonald, Nicole uh, Hardman, and maybe another piece. Would you be interested in doing that today? So Again, I, I really don't like locking down, especially this early. Yeah, and but that is something that you, you, you offered to me and then kind of started backtracking on it. Yeah, because, again, this, this league specifically being one of those leagues where I try to just, you know, like I said, throw more caution to the wind and just, and just be, and take more risk with this one. But then I started to think, hey, you know, those, okay. those opportunities are still going to be there throughout the season. So why do it right now? So say, say so that again. This is kind they'll of the, there. How do you know they'll be there? In, in week four, the, the players have established themselves and, and we may not, the value of our players may go up. That's true. But then at, at, at the same time, if, if using the other league as a reference, I mean, we have more, way more depth in the other league considering there's 12 teams as, as opposed to this league where it's 10. So there are still – if I'm not mistaken, they're still starting quarterbacks on the waiver wire. And if I had to throw in a flyer in there to fill in a bye week, I'm sure it, it, it'd be, it wouldn't be as difficult in this league as it would be in the other league. I like to think that that's true uh, just because of how many, how many teams we have. And, and those two teams, I think, make a difference. So, so well, he, let, let, let me know if this is an accurate depiction of what's going on. Um, you and you and your wife, you've been together for for a while, right? Right, Taya. Yeah. And this yes. is now, and your wife, she is a real a real human, correct? Okay. I wonder. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
Were, were you together, what, high school or college you started? Uh, yeah, high school, yeah. Okay, so you were, were you a fun guy back then? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably more fun then than I was now. I mean, if that's even possible. And, and that's, you know, well, and that's kind of my point is I feel like with this league, with it only being $25, you're like, hey, let me let my hair down. Uh, I'm just going to go nuts. The old Teo is coming out. Um, just kind of like I, I can see you getting a babysitter for the kids and wanting to do it. But you're, it seems like you're resorting back to old fuddy-duddy Teo by now saying, oh, you already made a trade, but whoa, that was a little crazy. Let me wait till week four now. And it's like, uh, you know, when you're out on the date with your wife now, you're like, well, okay, I know I said I was going to be high school and college Teo, but you know what? Um, you know, I haven't heard from the babysitter yet, so maybe we need to check up on the kids before we get, you know, any crazier. Is, is that kind of what's going on? Like, are, are you well, trying to I come mean, out of your well, shell, but it's just not natural for you? No, that's not it. I mean, it's having to make these adjustments as they go along. And, you know, my wife knew what she was buying when she, you know, was was browsing the goods there. Okay. So it's not it's not that. It is. But I feel like uh, I admit that I, with uh, a lot of other stuff going on in the sports entertainment world, uh, it's hard to. It was hard for me to maintain a good off season, and then just not having that confidence of having not kept up the off season, and not having that confidence in being able to make those. So that sort of like overwhelmed this whole sense of yeah, you know, let me let me go out there and let me just take all the risks and do whatever. I, I know exactly. I know exactly what happened. Your junior year in college, you're mingling with these girls and a couple guys and you get a little loose and you sleep with one of them. And then in the next couple weeks, your pee burns and you think I got to lock this down. You got burnt by by that trade so much that it's been put a halt on your yeah. success moving forward. No, I, so do I do I regret that? No, I don't regret the trade. Because like of I said, you, yeah, you didn't regret I, it cuz he was hot. You thought he was hot. And it was Yeah. That that trade was the Lene Kakua of trades. You were catfished, I feel like. You learn from your mistakes. You don't stop making them making those types of decisions you learn from them and maybe try to get a little bit more out of it so let's make a deal right here now teo let's do it we got real people here real people here it out i mean i'll hear anything out okay so what we're saying is vance mcdonald and Michael hardman for herndon and greg olson two tight ends for an unknown that, that fixes that fixes your problems. Let's do it. That fixes my problems because I have I have one roster spot in my starting lineup dedicated to tight end and two flex spots where I could put a tight end at. Greg Olson but, could start over Jamison Crowder in the in the flex every single week. And you know correct. that. And so could Herndon. I will give you the benefit of telling you that I'll give it some thought, but I'm probably gonna, yeah. All right, old fuddy daddy is back at it. Oh, okay. All right, that's fair. Hey, um, I'll tell you what, man, we're getting kind of long on time here. Uh, Teo, is there anything else you want to say to the crowd, uh, specifically there in in southwestern France? 
so what is this? Is this like my closing remarks or something? This is your closing remark. You, you have the floor. Uh, th oh, now, cool. I, I, want, I want to reiterate that. I thought this went okay. Not great, but okay. So you will be welcome back again. So, oh, okay, good. So, yes, because... but this is, this is your time to say what you want. Cool. So I get the floor. Um, I mean, I guess. Okay. So, well, I have, I have just a little story if you guys oh. if time permits. So, um, so when I was growing up, uh, my older brother, he used to, uh, he used to beat me at everything. And when we were kids, we used to race our bikes down uh, Cherry Hill every day after school. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, raced, we raced every day. And, and he just, he always beat me, always. But one time, That's great. That is that, great. Oh, that can't be a touch at all. <laughs> I think it's technical difficulties, and I think we should just run with it. Okay. Hey, wait, right. wait, wait. Here. I, I want to close this with this, though. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful T.O. Jupiter singing in the background for us. Kirk, you got anything else? No, no. That's, what a wild what happened? episode. All right. Well, hey, that's all for the Fancy Boys. We're signing off. And fading out.